Welcome to Africa on Focus, where we share our success stories. Africa, the continent, the young diaspora, entrepreneurs, influencers, change makers, and so much more. I'm Miss Abba, and this is Africa on Focus, the podcast. Ah, shout out to Rima's collaborating with Obaringi with the record called uh, Biggie Man. And before that, we listened to Wendy Shy, uh, Wendy Shay, Wendy Shay, that's the right word for it. Uh, uh, Wendy Shay collaborating with the one and only Calvin Boy on their record called Odo. You're listening to Africa Unfocused with Miss Abba and Donnie. And we are back again, of course, to uh, talk to you and highlight about a lot of things that is going on on the continent. And uh, earlier on, we were talking about, you know, debunking the myths uh, surrounding COVID-19. What is the most outrageous thing that you have heard about COVID-19? We would really like to know. Uh, first, we talked about earlier on that, you know, it doesn't um, harm your fertility. It doesn't alter your DNA. Uh, you're not going to grow some third arm uh, from the vaccine. Uh, actually, you know, research has proven that it's uh, it's not so. So we would really, really love to know, you know, what has been some of the myths that you have been hearing about. Have you gotten uh, vaccinated or not? Uh, let us know so that we could talk about that. Uh, we're back again to Africa on focus. Here is where we highlight, uh, Africa's success stories. And we talk about all things that are going on on the continent. If you are tuning in on Facebook, we just want to give you a warm welcome. Give us a shout out. Let us know where you are listening from. Also, shout out to our listeners through www.highradionl.com, which is our official website. Tune in all of our partnering radio platforms, of course, uh, that are also tuning in from there. Shout out to you. We can't see you. We can't hear you, but we really would like to let you know that we know that you are listening. Uh, shout out to you on this beautiful Sunday. Uh, it's about 20 past 8 p.m. coming to you live from the city of Amsterdam and here on high radio, Amsterdam's most dynamic satellite radio station that promotes African culture to Africans in the diaspora. Shout out to Delali, who is a colleague here, High Street Entertainment represent. Uh, you can listen to his show on uh, Saturdays, of course. Uh, but now we are here. We're talking about Africa uh, on focus. A lot have been going on. Fix the country, Donnie. Man, we even we received backlash for mm-hmm. talking about it. People went wild. Um, and they finally took it to the streets. They um, did. They finally did. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Did you follow any of the highlights? Um, yeah. I mean, well, last week uh, we, you know, uh, we reported that they were looking into uh, having this demonstration and um, what it actually would mean for the whole campaign. Yeah. If they were to. And I, I personally said that they have to, they need a demonstration. To take it to the streets, the streets yeah. Right? Because, you know, that would actually bring so much more, um, let's say, will push the agenda to a yeah. higher, higher place. But also the risk for, um, um, with that is the fact that if it goes out of hand, yeah, then it will you know, it will blow up in their faces. Yeah, that, um, I saying you know this is the reason why this um, the leadership um, doesn't do anything regarding you guys. Who, yeah, who, who literally are there just complaining about this and that, go and demonstrate and you're tearing up things. But luckily, that's not 
how things went down in uh no it did it didn't go in in you know style of nigeria and sars mm. thing no. um i i also didn't expect it to go that way you know it could go either way could obviously have. yeah um but you know in general they say you know Ghanaians don't like to see blood they like to see that body bodies but not that but not blood no, no. and um yeah uh share with us some of those highlights man <laughs> uh, so um in general it was a um, quite peaceful protest right. um, um seeing looking at the pictures um that al jazeera um had um displayed or opened um posted it things looked pretty peaceful and the crowd was also good people showed up um for the protests couldn't see you didn't see any cars getting burned down or um, let's say confrontation with the law enforcement so so yeah. that is good um several thousand protesters marched in ghana's capital accra on wednesday under the slogan fix the country the latest rally against president nana akufo Addo's mm -hmm. government dressed in red and black and chanting patriotic songs protesters waved play cards declarations corruption breeds um, poverty and fix our education system now as they march in the city center wednesday's rally uh, marks the most recent anti-government protest since march when a top court dismissed the main opposition party's challenge to akufo and um, agado's re-election late last year akufo Ado won a second term with only small majority in parliament um, and also ghana is often applauded as one of the stable democracies yeah um, indeed. in the region troubled by political strife and religious violence but last year's tightly contested vote heightened political tension so this was the reason why in march there was a protest but yeah. since then there hadn't been any protest until the uh, fix the country protest yeah. which is led by social media activists the fix the country protest on twitter has um, been highlighting economic problems and government management if the political authorities will not fix the country we want to tell them um, that we are capable of destroying their careers because because we brought them in um, to power said fatima mensa who's a 35-year-old activist. Some also criticized Akufo Ado's project to build a new $200 million national cathedral, a pledge he says he made after his 2016 election victory. Ghanaians have been asked to make a, volunteer, a voluntary um, $16 monthly donation to help finish it by 2020. <laughs> I mean, you're even laughing at it. You're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Here's the thing. Why do we waste time on unnecessary ventures and leave the most important issues? Say, a budget that costs a shoe shiner. This is um $200 million. The question is... What, what the, for the cathedral? For the cathedral. Oh, wow. Um... What else can we do with two hundred million dollars? Can we can 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 we not build an entire you know infrastructure like a new highway or or fix the current highway that we have with that amount of money? If so, good question. Why a cathedral and you know which is based on a promise he personally made, a pledge he made for winning the election? Like, <laughs> yeah, how is that 
in the interest of Ghana's? Yeah. Or is that in the interest of yours? But, you know, clearly it's here saying that you can voluntarily donate $16. But the question is, if they don't donate or he doesn't get the money, will he use the government money? Will you use taxpayer exactly, money to like, do the cathedral? Where does or, it come from? Or what? But, it, you know, this is also to just to show where the priorities are with the leaders of the nation. Yeah. Right. Are they more focused on the nation? Or are they actually focused on their personal um, what, um, words or personal pleasures they make um, to other people? But th- th- that is the main focus of this uh, fix, the, fix the country. And I, again, looking at the pictures, people showed up from all generations, thousands of people, old men, old women, and just the ordinary people too. Yeah. But... I'm also keen to find out, are there any politis- um, politicians behind in support of the Fix the Country campaign? That is really what I want to find out as well. Um, well like, what politicians um, support this? How many politicians are um, behind the fact that, hey, yes, we have to do better. We can do better. We shouldn't spend um, senseless money yeah. on on let's say the first ladies or on yeah. cathedrals let's spend the mind uh, money wisely like how many leaders do take this position and also we'll take this in yeah yeah and take that blame that hey yes you're right we have to do better and what are the ways that we can do uh, mm-hmm. better? yeah i i well could it be maybe um <laughs> just to save face right they wouldn't be able to to have a standpoint because they would have to ensure that their standpoint supports whoever party they are a part of right and then so that's why someone said um we have to show this demonstration was necessary mm-hmm. for us because we have to show you guys that right. we are the ones we are the ones who put you into power mm-hmm. we voted you into office right um so Yes, we do have the right or we can also vote you um, out of that. To what extent that is true, mm-hmm. I do not know. But um, they are definitely um, applying pressure to the officials and saying that, hey, you guys better do the right thing because you might have won this election, but the next one might be going somewhere else. Um, so, yeah. And just at the start of the four years yeah. that we still have to go through. So I hope as a, a much of a fan I am of this current president, you know, I hope that he, um, every, I mean, everybody gets their challenge, you know, but That's it's true. it's really what you do with it. It is really what you what you do with it. And I hope he listens. I hope, he, um, you know, the administration really looks into, all right, like, what are they saying? What, um, because people are also, let's say, tired. Uh, in Ghana, they're... The Ghana politicians have this um, awful attitude or behavior of scratching, like not building up on things. And actually, maybe right. we can spend an episode on this, but it's familiar within the entire, I can speak for Ghanaians, the Ghanaian culture, Ghanaian mentality. For a simple example, how many times have you heard people within the same family, I'm going to build my own house? <laughs> Meanwhile, that of their fathers and mothers not even finished yet it's not finished or they don't like the area or whatever right but then they go out 
and start a new building right and so the other one is left unfinished and probably has to be broken down and then they sell the land or yeah whatnot. and they use the money to start a new one but they don't finish it and they probably have sisters or uncles who are also building something somewhere else right so you you just don't get um the job done and people it's half job that you do yeah politicians do the same thing or let's say um administrations have the same um attitude this one will start this building or this project huge project halfway yeah um they don't get voted um they don't win the election for the next one the next party comes in and actually starts another project somewhere else instead mm-hmm. of finishing this one they're like mm-hmm. yeah we're not the one who started it mm-hmm. so they you know we promised this is what we were going to do so this is what they start yeah and then until the next uh, person comes in and say hey let's finish this one but because i've i've read like in ghana there are a lot of highways a lot of projects that they started or the NDC and didn't fit didn't finish didn't finish simply because they were outvoted or the next party came into election um and into power yeah and they were like no this is wasn't on our agenda yeah. so why should we finish this yeah bad really 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 bad attitude and the people are the ones suffering from this not as a politician but with the people are suffering from this very much so yeah and this is this this is yeah basically one of those one of those things that you know the ordinary person the shoe shiner whatever yeah. just really wants to have solved so that there could be um basic you know needs mm-hmm. uh fulfilled just having ordinary jobs and things like that right. and all of that that comes along so i definitely understand the frustration that is uh that is there in uh in all of this yeah me too yep 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 i definitely understand that um man so wherever you are listening from uh fix the country ghana our ghana listeners we would really love to know where you dare demonstrating uh where you there around you know to 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 ensure that you were your your voice was being heard how did it how did that go and we know that our uh our listeners who are based in ghana have so much to say about it not only the conditions that uh that they are in but also you know if they really took it to the streets or did you say maybe due to covid you know i will stay home mm-hmm. uh but looking from the picture side yeah. a lot and it was very well represented uh fix the country ghana uh ghana how's it going at your end fix the country ghana did you go and demonstrate did you go and protest uh, against the conditions that you know have now really really taken the attention of um of of the whole nation and internationally as well uh let's talk about it but first uh let's listen to uh nafi mar with her record called sunshine and we'll be right back uh shout out to nafi mar for bringing freshness to our speakers with her record called sunshine the upcoming Ghanaian soulful singer uh just blesses us with these good vibes on this lovely sunday and you are listening to uh, Africa on Focus with Miss Abba and Donnie, where we bring to you the highlights of what's happening on the continent. Uh, fix the country, Ghana. We are talking uh, about that right now. I'm really, really interested to know um, how that has been going on the uh, on the ends. Uh, on the other end of the world, actually, have you been protesting? Uh, did you go there and uh, did you do something, you know, about uh, what had been uh, going on uh, by really showing uh, your voice and really joining in? Uh, let us know what you think. Let us know what you're feeling. 
here live on high radio shout out to you if you just tuned in via uh, facebook uh, or youtube uh, shout out to you make sure that you like and press that subscribe or follow button so that you stay in tune with us uh we are talking about a lot of things and uh what i also would like to know as we uh, uh will come back uh, on the hashtag fix the country ghana man what's been going on on uh, on in in south africa I hear that uh, President Man or the the ex President Zuma is uh, admitted to the hospital for medical observation. Wasn't he jailed like <laughs> last week or two weeks ago? I know, I know he was. He was. He was jailed. Uh, well, South Africa's jailed former president Jacob uh, Zuma uh, is has been admitted to the hospital less than a week before he is due in court on further charges of corruption. Corruption. Mm -hmm. Isn't that like the fate? Not the fate. I don't think I should say the fate. But isn't that like what a lot of African leaders get in trouble for? Yeah, a lot. Many times. Right. Many, many, many times. It's, uh... (laughs) It's, you know, it's... The same story, right? It's the same, yeah, the same story. Exactly that. Yeah. So then it's like, you have to ask, okay, what makes it, is it just difficult to be all the way through hundred percent righteous? You know, I think that's, that's a difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, or let's just say we are observing it to be a challenge. Well, the South African prison department said a routine examination at uh, the jail in KwaZulu Natal, where Mr. Zuma is being held, prompted the authorities to take him to a hospital outside the prison for further observation. I'm not buying it. By any <laughs> You think he's just started feeling just well because he needed what? Well, uh, are you for real? <laughs> well, as a former head of state, Zuma was being treated at a military facility, the authorities said. His foundation said it was an annual medical routine checkup and there was no need to be alarmed yet. Mm. Zuma has been serving 15-month prison sentence since 7 July for contempt of court. And next week, the former president is scheduled to appear in person in court on a separate issue, uh, an arms deal corruption case. He has pleaded not guilty to involvement in the five billion pounds deal. And more than 300 people were killed during violence and looting sparked by his arrest last month. 300 is a lot. Yeah, they, um it was bad we've seen the pictures whole city burned down 300 but yeah, five billion yes deal five billion dollars three billion pounds armed deal corruption case i wonder with who i wonder i wonder and if that is a case that has been a recent thing or during his reign oh oh during his reign mind you he's been in power for what 28 years or something it's been there for a long time um and you know the the good thing is um his um his successor so the current president um is also ready to testify i know jacob Zuma. yeah isn't that crazy because uh because at the same time he's regarded as a hero you know um in in some case what is this president gonna do what what is all about that because that's the part that I just couldn't grasp. So, um, South African President President Cyril Ram, Ramaphosa is poised Ramaphosa. to Ramaphosa <laughs> is poised to testify against his former counterpart, 
Jacob in the ongoing case against uh, state capture that is slated to resume on August 11th. On August 11th and 12th, the president will first complete his evidence relating to the ANC in its capacity as the current president and former deputy president of the party and thereafter give evidence and be questioned in his cap- um, city um, as the current president and former deputy president of the country, said Commission Secretary um, Prof. Ut- yeah, yes, sir. Aitu Meleng Mosala. Ramaphosa is expected to testify as the former deputy president and also as the current leader of the ruling African National Congress. According to the t- statement by, co- by the commission, Ramaphosa will testify on matters relating to his tenure as the dep- deputy president. The president will first complete his evidence relating to the ANC um, in his capacity as the current president and former deputy president and thereafter give evidence and be questioned in his capacity as the current president and former deputy president of the country, said the commission. So basically, he is open for trial, let's say for hearing. Right. So he's one of those that they will call, uh, you know, during trial, then also ask questions. The judge or the jury or the uh, lawyers will ask questions. Um, relating to the case which is being brought against well yeah the former president well yeah it's 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 a lot to take in i mean um he's facing 16 charges of fraud graph racket hearing uh related to the 1999 purchase of fighter jets mm-hmm. patrol boats and equipment from five european armed firms when he was deputy president and he's also accused of taking bribes from one of the firms french defense giant Thales or Thales, which has been charged with corruption and money laundering. Uh, South Africa, you know, has been rocked by the worst violence since the nation achieved democracy in 1994. Um, So the unrest is is serious. Uh, Supporters in his home province of uh, KwaZulu Natal set up roadblocks on major highways and burned about 20 uh, trucks. So Let's just say, you know, uh, this generation would call it his beehive is quite, you know, quite strong. Just uh, just to say that, um, you know, one thing about this list of corruption with the African leaders is that, you know, in general, you know, when you do business, you know, on the continent and things like that, it is a lot of time customs to bring, you know, yep. along an extra bag of money yes. or something like that. And um it turns off people that come you know from this highly transparent environment it just turns them off and they're yeah. like no you know this is corruption and in in its sense it is but by culture not culture i i can't say it's a culture but by let's just say moral code or code of conduct mm-hmm. it isn't you no. know so that is a, is a is a lot of conflict that happens um the fact that he's charged really i won't say it surprises me but i'm like wow so if this is the charges that he is arrested for then let's then start making a whole line mm-hmm. of all of the other you know african leaders mm-hmm. who are guilty of these things yeah um you know it's correct it's corruption 
um, within the, let's say, within the African um, corporate culture? Is it like seen as normal? Is it actually a necessity? Um, I would say that in general, the idea of corruption is not um, excluded to only African corporate world or African business. It's right. everywhere. If you, um, the Americans have been um, accused of corruption, corruption or right. are being accused. Russia, corruption, China. Right. There, so corruption in general is everywhere. It depends on what kind of corruption okay. or how it looks like. That face changes with us, with us, with Africans. It's like just get a bag of money. Yeah. Um, I know corruption in the Western world is when you have a um, mother company that buys up uh, a company and it becomes, let's say, a subsidiary. Mm-hmm. And in turn, they sell so called revenues or they finance the subsidiary <laughs> and have that money come back to them right just to evade tax that is also a form of, of corruption corruption however this is seen as tax evasion okay but it's corruption you just have a, a, um you know a different face so you know corruption is um it's everywhere yeah and i you know i was talking with one of my brothers and he and within finance there there is this triangle that um they use to it's like this times that or plus that that leads to corruption um i think you had incentive you have institution and there was one other but when those three combined you find people who are you know it's you know more likely to be corrupted than others right so corruption is everywhere the chances are there the opportunities there Mm -hmm. the people are there but over here, we have the systems in place to stop certain right uh, to stop certain <laughs> corruption. No BS taken. Exactly, you cannot just give money in a briefcase to someone you haven't. Yeah, you doing you uh, you know like Nana Kufado was was um, right before the election last year. Right, there was this video where he was receiving money in an envelope from okay i missed that oh you missed it all i missed they that. were literally there was yeah see how corrupted it, he is he yeah. was receiving money yeah for this and that and which was to secure a position for that person or that um that woman's husband right. which right. was within, within the party also you know all that you cannot do that here in the Dutch politics. You can't. You cannot no. just give money or transfer money through ING <laughs> or send a tiki. Hey. Oh, hell no. No, you no, no, do no, it. no. We can trace it. We can do this and that. Yeah. Those things are traceable. So you won't find corruption in that manner. Right. So, however, you will find corruption somewhere else, obviously, but not in this manner. So let's say, you know, in Africa, we're just dealing with a corruption on this level because... There are no systems in place to check that. To check it, right. But trust me, once the, the, the systems are put in place, like here, the corruption will just will be ongoing, but just on a different level or in a different, will wear a different um, suit. Right. But it's going to be there. Mm. Interesting. Well, yeah. it's, it's, it's an interesting case. Um, I think then in that case, just like you're explaining it, the definition of corruption is like almost subjective. 
Yeah. Almost. <laughs> yeah. If you're not careful, because it's like it, it, it comes out in different forms yes. per nation or continent. I may be doing something which I find it's um, it's only right for me to do that. Right. However, within some um, um, another person might see that. Right. As corruption. And like you said, it's because. We not sh- we don't share the same code of conduct. We don't yeah. share the same moral code, right? And it's you know it's a moral thing. Corruption. Yeah. It's uh, I would say it's a moral thing. Of course, it has mm-hmm. legal justifications, also implications. But overall, when people discuss it, like we are discussing it on the radio show right, right. now, it becomes more of a moral thing yeah. than a legal uh, a legal um, issue or debate. True. True. Man, well, that is uh, South Africa. You know, South Africa is um, on the continent considered as, let's say, almost yeah. the Europe of right. uh, of the continent. And um, we we even have a community there. Ghanaian community is there represented just like, you know, they are in, in uh, what's it called? Holland. Oh, you know, this, the size would probably be different, but, you know, the community is yeah. there. So I would really like to know from, uh, from those of you... Um, are they right or are they wrong for arresting former president? And uh, what would you do? Uh, in the meantime, let's just listen to uh, a new bit of uh, South Korea's uh, latest album, uh, No Pressure, which we, you know, at the radio station have also been uh, encouraging here for people mm-hmm. to listen. Uh, let's listen to his latest record called uh, Rollies and Guitar. We'll be right back to talk some more. Co-sign on that. <laughs> <Me> <laughs> Thank you, Phil Beans. But we are here on uh, on uh, Africa on Focus. Welcome back here on this lovely Sunday, uh, almost hitting uh, 9 p.m. from the city of Amsterdam. High Radio is Amsterdam's most dynamic uh, satellite radio station. And we present to you all kinds and all things African um, to and from the diaspora. Uh, that's really what we are about uh, here. And I uh, just want to welcome you again for tuning in with us and having this conversation. We talked about hashtag fix the country Ghana, it being taken to the streets finally. And also we talked about uh, a president, South Africa's ex-president uh, Zuma, um, you know, the riots and looting that have been going on on uh, South African have been extreme people killed. And uh, supposedly recently Zuma was admitted to the hospital for medical observation. We are talking about that, but first Shout out to everybody who's listening uh, through our web platform. If you just stumbled upon us on Facebook, on YouTube, welcome to Africa on Focus, uh, where we share our success stories. Also, the recap of our shows are to be listened on podcasts, on all streaming platforms. We also happen to be on Patreon as we are growing our community. Patreon is an international platform to grow our community who want to see us access our next level. Our first goal is once we reach our 100 people, uh, we are acquiring a video editor and copywriter that can help us to create more captivating and informative video content highlighting stories of global Africans. We will grow African Focus to good docuseries platform to showcase how global Africans build and grow their business, creative and communities from everything ranging from, let's say two or $5 a month, um, or five euros a month. You can support and keep the movement going. If you want to know more, make sure that you visit www 
patreon.com slash Africa Unfocus. Have access to exclusive talks, behind the scenes videos, and be the first to receive our podcast episodes. And uh, also, I'm sharing tips on broadcasting, from podcasting, presenting, to starting your own radio show for all uh, content creators. Um, man, what else is new? Me, I, I've, I've read about this news highlights is a Senegalese man <laughs> dresses as a woman to sit exam on behalf of girlfriend. What is going on? What is that all about? Would you have, would you have, would you have your partner do the same? Man, you know, you know, here in Holland, fraud, that's the corruption, right? That we hear is taken so seriously that I wouldn't even try because they would like charge me for 20 years. Like I killed someone. Seriously, <laughs> uh, but but we have all kind of like let's say cheated um, <laughs> during exam somewhere within um, our life. It, it never it never worked. It never worked because by Are the you, time have, have you attempted? Um, I have tried. Oh, I tried the peak, but that was it. You know what I mean? Oh, I tried. Oh, like I tried the one. I tried the one. The notes in my hat. Uh, but that one also, listen, I, I wasn't wild enough to like go through it all along. What did you do? Wait, you, so <laughs> I remember, and this is, this is the best, um, cheating story ever. Like, okay. So <laughs> we were having exam and I don't know what happened, but I had to sit in front. Well, I like sitting in front of the classroom. Also, I like to sit like in the corners somewhere. Okay. Um, but in this case, I was literally in front of um, the teacher. Yeah. And we had like this small exam or whatnot. Oh no! You did but something stupid. My book. So one, once um, when the exam is about to start, they're like you know put your book away and this and that. So I put my book on her table or his table. I don't remember this was. And <laughs> I opened the book. <laughs> Did it work? It worked. Oh, wow. <laughs> I opened the book. And I was actually looking in the book. But also, I was doing this, um, the XM and the teacher was sitting right there. Is it? I had, I oh, wow. No idea. So what did you get for it? Like My mark? Yeah, your mark. Oh, I, I have no idea. But... Apparently, I passed. <laughs> oh, is it? Uh, yeah, I did pass. Um, but Good was, for you. It was like, when you do it in their face or when it's that close to someone, <laughs> they just don't know. That is it. like, just in, you are bold enough, so, you right. know. And, okay. But when you try to sneak, like, literally do it under the table and this yeah. and that, that's when... That's where you get in trouble. Yeah, that's when they become suspicious. Uh, you know, people put it within their the HV. Right, right, yeah, right, right. And then they put it in there and the pen like the pen what, box. What what do you keep looking for in your pen box? And then you know, people people you would people go into that for like fifteen times and then you know, right. okay, something's up. Like so there's something in there. Um I never tried that. I would right. you know, either um I don't know, I would I would do it like by code. Right. Write two or three things. The things I had I knew I was going to mess up mm -hmm. and I would like be okay. X, 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 S means this and that <laughs> like that. Um, but, uh, but never like full blown, just have a whole paper where I put it under my desk and keep like that. I mean, that is, that is pretty serious. That yeah. Is, yeah. But they see, they see through, through that in this time, there are many tries and everything. So, you know, they are like, listen, 
cut it out cut it out (laughs) but it is a totally different thing to ask someone else to come sit your exactly that's that's a whole nother level so uh what happened was (laughs) a senegalese student was detained monday after he disguised himself as a woman in a bid to sit for national examination on behalf of his girlfriend and a student enrolled in a university in the north of the country and his girlfriend were placed under arrest on Monday evening. Wow. They will be tried on Thursday with his girlfriend for exam fraud, their lawyer said Tuesday. The couple is to be tried on Thursday, August 5th for exam fraud and complicity fraud. So I really, really like to keep up with that because that means it happened. Mm-hmm. By the court of Diorbel, uh, the prosecutor said, the student whose age was not disclosed had moved to Diorbel to take the exam for his girlfriend. A student in high school in this city, according to the prosecution, Bonnie and Clyde on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Photos posted on social networks depicted him wearing a red dress with black patterns, wearing a veil with the same colors and a black shawl to deceive the uh, invigilators. He was surprised on Saturday, the third day of the exam during the English test by the supervisors who, according to the press, noticed that something was wrong with his attire. Then they reported him to the police who arrested him and his girlfriend who was waiting for him in a hostel in the city, according to the same source. Oh, man, this is hilarious. This is cute. I don't know when I read it, I was like, oh, this is... Uh, this is a life story, you know. A love I know, story, right? Like yeah. Bunny or Clyde thing, you would. Oh, man. man, well, man, I I pray they make it through this relationship <laughs> to be too. able to tell their kids. I I hope they, you know, they have like let's say mercy, <laughs> you know, just yeah, I do, yeah. It's I just hope. the next time they're not trying to kill someone. Or no, no, no. Um, and you know, he's clearly older than her. Um, or, and this is high school exam. Exam. It's not a university or. I know, right. So, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, you know, let them just you know wash some dishes or whatnot, or just do some punishment. Yeah. Their tax stuff. I don't know what that is. Exactly. Please, then, please, you know, please don't let us hear anything crazy, because uh, that that's funny at the same time. It's so cute. Would I do it? Would I ever? I think. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's like, too much out of the box. The yeah, outfit too. It's it's too much out of the oh. box to do that in this country. Like, no, okay, not in this country. But yeah, when I go that far, like dress up <laughs> for my girl, for your girlfriend, and pretend to be hers just to cover us. I mean. <laughs> It's, it's quite extreme. Like, is English so hard that your boyfriend has to dress like you? Um, I don't know. Was, was it for an English exam? Yeah, one of the uh. <laughs> was English exam. Man, but but that's that's that one is for the records. I mean, yeah, English test. It uh. is man, man. Well, let's uh, let's move on uh, to Kenya, and I would like to know for fellas, would you dress up for your girlfriend to yeah, do her okay. exam? Is your love? that deep how oh. deep is your love <laughs> yeah you know what men who are like really in love like they will do they anything. will do it right they will do anything wow wow that's 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 really love so let us know man all the men listening would you do that for your girlfriend would you go and take her test jerry j shout out to you um would you go for your girlfriend and do her exam test Wonder Way, shout out to you as well. Would you let your boyfriend do your exam test? Because I know you are a doctor and uh, you just graduated. Because you, you, I, would, I would really like to, to hear from you. 
Oh man, um, just just doubt, hesit, hesitance on which news flash to drop because one would you know have so much of a discussion. Oh, which uh, one? Which one should we choose? Should we go for Kenya or should we go for the LGBT plus, LGBTQ plus? Okay. Okay, so it 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 seems that the Ghana court frees twenty one arrested for attending May LGBTQ event or LGBTQ plus event. Um, a Ghanaian court has acquitted and freed a physician associate, not a doctor. I'm so sorry, Wonderway. I knew it was somewhere in the health area. <laughs> physician associate. Thanks for uh, correcting me. A Guinean court has acquitted and freed 21 people who were arrested during a crackdown on homosexuality in May for attending an LGBTQ plus event. Gay sex is a criminal offense in the West African country and members of the LGBTQ plus community often face uh, discrimination. A proposed new law that would impose tougher sentences and criminalize uh, LGBTQ plus advocacy received its first reading in ghana's parliament this week it had really been going on on uh, on on twitter uh, a lot those arrested in may which were 16 women and five men were detained for unlawful assembly in hall uh, in the southeastern volta region where they were taking part in a meeting for lgbtq plus advocates um if we look on um this well they were actually freed that i think that is um that is positive the if we just go for a bit of flashback of of you know how things went all of the celebrities of course you know the world yeah. they go all of it we we twitter is like the place we can go on and start movements so people from the likes of uh, Idris Alba, Naomi Campbell, and the designer Virgil Abloh signed a letter of support for LGBTQ plus uh, Ghanaians this year, expressing concern at the discrimination uh, that they face. Uh, it's quite of a difference because, you know, here in this environment, everything is so free. Uh, whereas on the motherland, uh, this is really what, you know, uh, it looks, it, we're really looking at. Yeah. Um, a sensitive time actually for the country's president because i can understand that that is not entirely his focus right now right. as hashtag fix the country is also going on uh, akufuado who is reaching out to african americans and the Guinean diaspora to encourage people to return to their ancestral country that is also inviting supporters for this particular group so it is uh, definitely something that you know the Guinean parliament or whatever wherever their stance is is to sit down and to um really consider this yeah 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 yeah, yeah. definitely and it what it happened when um they had opened a new office was it uh in support of the gay uh agenda yeah or the yeah because i think all the meeting was held was there closed down some by police uh officers uh when we reported um, yeah this li- um, last time yeah so it's good um they're 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 free yeah they're free Working on what legislation or something um, to prevent it from happening next time. Um, I mean, as long as they're uh, they have their rights or they're exercising their rights, you know, there mm-hmm. is no need to arrest them and also put them through uh, well in jail or captivity right. um, for unnecessary stuff. Right. But you know. Well, uh, thankful that free, you know, they can live their lives and go about and let's uh, keep an eye on on that. Yeah. Latest. No. Sorry. Yeah. No, I was about to say that. Um, yeah. Ghanaians, individuals, I mean, people, we don't really care that much. 
um, you rarely hear in cases of you know um, um, gays or um, being mistreated or gays being harassed and this and yeah that. so you know, overall we know how to go about go about it, it yeah in a in a peaceful manner so so this is quite extreme in in yeah. terms of yeah, yeah. I've um, gone but the topic is is being raised and let's see how it how it will turn out um we've talked about this on let's shit africa a lot yeah, so like if we yeah. even see africa going there uh which to me probably not because it's not on the priority list now. <laughs> um but hey you know as long as um I, I always don't like it when people are being what's it called yeah. chased around and being mistreated and things like that that just goes too far yeah uh, so that was that highlight. Last highlight. Uh, shout out to Wonderway who said, yes, I will let him know. I'm tired of exam. <laughs> she would let her boyfriend actually do her exam. <laughs> would you dress Good him up, know. put on the wig? Do you, you would dress him up, put that. on the makeup, all of that uh, on him. <laughs> that is funny. Well, um, Shout out to Ghana because um, uh, we secured a bronze medal at the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Um, shout out to Samuel Techi, who loses out to classy team USA boxer Duke Reagan in the semifinal. But he reached the semifinal and got himself bronze. Uh, we are definitely uh, proud of him. Samuel Techi has won a boxing bronze medal at the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Ghana's first podium finish in 29 years. But his incredible Olympic journey came to an end in the semifinals at the hand of the USA Duke Reagan. The Golden Ring Warrior, which is his AKA name, uh, has gone from unfancied selection on the Ghana team to weatherweight to featherweight podium glory with more than... 30 million people in his corner up against 30 million. Does that mean Ghanaians? Yeah. Okay. Up against a more experienced boxer in 23 year old Reagan, Techi once again left it all in the ring and pushed his opponent all the way, eventually losing out on a four uh, versus one split decision. Techi started strong and scoring on sharp jabs and using his height advantage, take, taking the first round to, uh, to, Versus two, three versus two. Uh, all of that, those are things that boxers know, those scoring at in. One thing I want to know, Donnie, do you even, have you even followed the Olympics? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, I don't follow the Olympics. I haven't been following the Olympics. <laughs> I don't even know why. I know, right? Life is busy, Miss Alba. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, and, I got and, that. And, and, and it's, you know, and because it's in <laughs> Tokyo, it's it's during the night. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Life is busy. Ain't nobody got time for Olympics. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, we will follow up on the results, but yeah. Ghana is, yeah. Like who? Who do I support? The Netherlands? Oh well, ne Netherlands actually had their. I think their record of wins. Um, they have a lot of medals. Yeah, a lot of medals. Um, like you know, um, I think they have seven gold, I believe, and. Uh, in total, they are 18, 18 medals in total or more, I believe, which right. is pretty, pretty good. Right. Pretty, pretty good. Very impressive. Um, I think in general, you know, <laughs> Dutch, the Dutch do well <laughs> when it comes to sport. The discipline is high. Um, and yeah, and they got gold in field hockey, which is their thing. Cycling is, is Dutch thing. Um, mm. record breaking of 36, 36. 
36 medals. medals. Ten, seven, 10 gold medals? Wow. That's pretty pretty impressive. Last time I checked, they had oh, 18. But <laughs> 18? I mean, last time I checked, they had only 18 medals, but now they have 36 mm. medals. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Above Germany and France? Because yeah. I know Germany, they also have a lot of uh, people participating in the Olympics. Right. And France also have a good turnout. Wow. They did. They did. Not that I have, you know, been. But, you know, they also won on, you know, crazy sports that have been added throughout the years. Um, for instance, KNW Cycling Association won the most uh, medals in Tokyo. In totals, the Netherlands placed in the top three 12 times in various cycling disciplines, which, you know, makes sense. Uh, Lavraisen uh, took home two gold and cyclist Shana uh, Brospeniks, mm-hmm. Nick Kimam, as well as BMX athlete Annemiek van Fleuten all won one gold medal. Um, well, shout out to the Netherlands for for doing that and uh of course also shout out to uh, our own winner uh who is uh Samuel Techi, who is uh, he returns to ghana as a hero uh bringing a bronze with him that represents ghana's first boxing medal since 1972 mm-hmm. and the first in any sport since the football team won bronze at barcelona 92 look at that look at that you know who i always happen to be proud of and that's just by the way jamaicans man jamaicans <laughs> Um, How are they doing? Um, Jamaicans have now they have eight, nine medals. Yep, nine medals, four right. gold and four bronze. And I believe the four gold is from a relay uh, running, I believe, finals. Yeah, um, they won. Yeah, the relay men's four by four times four. Okay. Uh, of course, they're going to win that one. Of course, they're going to win. They're going to nail it. <laughs> Man. Um, and the women's, uh, the, w- the yeah, the women uh, also yeah. relay final um, bronze medal. Mm-hmm. Jamaicans. Um, I'm not sure if they've done the single, like the, the you know, the most popular one, which is the sprint. Oh, yeah, the yeah, the sprint. Oh, one. man, they fly over that. I, I, I'm not sure if they've already done that one, but so far, right. let's say no results from that or no medals from that. So maybe they still have to do those races or they just they didn't right. win anything, which then, is also a possibility because it's not every olympia that you're going to win something right it's not so yeah definitely isn't well shout out to you who's who's watching the olympics <laughs> um well as we are almost rounding up africa on focus just a few shout outs to those that have been listening and tuning in with us shout out to the ceo john royals who says they don't want to legalize polygamy but talking about lgbt plus in parliament david abraham solomon etc in bible married more than one wife what are you saying <laughs> what does that mean what does that mean like are you more pro polygamous uh and and all of that um yeah what do you mean do you need an extra wife uh <laughs> i know do you want <laughs> talk to us <laughs> that that is a, a kind of kind of a by the way uh thing wasn't it that oliver pointed out that we um easily switched to the bible as regarding that as our history but there's like a whole you know line of history that's directly linked to ghana or west africa that is that is to be um 
to be shared. But yeah, he's right. Uh, polygamy is definitely, you know, on Africa's <laughs> top thing. I want to I want to have a guest that <laughs> <laughs> who is pro polygamous. Yeah, or who, you know, who um is interested or actually makes it his work or her work. Right. I'm talking about like let's say relationships or family, African families. Okay. And for us to also dive into these <laughs> topics with an expert right. on that. We sh- we should uh, we should definitely find that. Yeah. Well, we will somewhere find it in our line of of community oh, yeah. or whatever. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Another shout out to John Royal who says I will only dress and write exams for my women only if she swore by Antoine Fetish Priest that if she breaks my heart that God should use him for barbecue. Oh, that is hard. That's a that's a strong pact that you're that you're making. <laughs> She'd be like, you know what? I would just, you know, write my own next and white. I know, you. right? <laughs> I know. A shout out to uh Wanderway, uh, who just uh, you know, who said shout out to him and with that she been someone Techi who, you know, won the run for Ghana. Man, uh, we've reached the end of Africa on focus. Any plans for this week? As August has be has quite begun. We're in the beginning of August. Mm-hmm. No plans. No plans. Just the normal. Just the usuals. Um, <laughs> every week, every week, um, usual week. Right. Like I said, you know, I want to dance a bit more, but yeah, I'll, I'll keep that for myself. Then he started Kizomba. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I won't. I won't. I won't share a secret. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll leave you. See you guys next week. Uh, thank you for joining. <laughs> thank you for joining uh, Africa and Focus, coming to you uh, live from High Radio, the voice of the next generation. Uh, we are Amsterdam's most dynamic satellite station. Make sure that you keep an eye on our social media pages. Visit www.highradionl.com as we streamline loads of other content for you. We have the Y Zone on Fridays. Uh, we have. Um, Sylvia Kendi, who will be coming back soon with East African Sound and also High Street Entertainment that highlights West African Afrobeats music. We have a lot in store for you. Make sure that you follow us on all social media pages and also make sure that you follow me, Miss Abba, your host, on Instagram, uh, YouTube, all of that and all everywhere, everywhere. Make sure that you stream my latest, uh, my debut uh, EP called Rooted. Uh, it's, it's some good meditation stuff for you, man. I promise. <laughs> but anyway, if you missed any episode of African Focus, you can find us on all your streaming platforms as the podcast is the recap of our show. We will meet you on to next time. Uh, let's close off with a good, good song, which I think should be a true classic. Um, let's um, dive into some Quadron Tree Stoneboy collaboration. Thank you for listening to Africa we will on be Focus. Meeting we air live every Sunday on high radio from 7 p.m. Amsterdam time. Join the Africa on Focus platform on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Africa on Focus or visit www.africaonfocus.com. And follow me on all your social platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Miss Abba. Shout out to High Radio and Q Vibe for the jingle. <laughs>